0: That's how you build rivalries and that's how you build atmosphere.
1: Edwards three-pointer is good. This team is right there with anybody else in, in the country.
0: They are clicking on a kind of a different level that we didn't um, that we didn't see this year. It's a personnel
1: issue. I
0: think I really think it's just a, a player fit. Like I, I think, and it again, is. this is this is partially his fault, right? These are his transfers yes. that he brought in, right? But I'm still saying I think
1: this is just a whiff. I think this is just a whiff on you his. You can't, cover. you can't, it, you cannot whiff with this much talent.
0: And I love Texas Tech. This is home, and I get to stay home.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni and joining me a day after Halloween is Ishmael Johnson-ish or a week, less than a week away from the season. Six days, Monday, November 7th is we get this thing started and I am, I am excited. I'm ready to go.
0: About damn time, man. Stop talking about this and start getting the games.
1: <laughs> right. Like the, it feels like the offseason has been so long. We've had, we've had uh, riders on, we've had coaches on. We've done a off-season podcast. We're now doing our prediction podcast. Uh, we're starting today with the women's side, and we will do the men's on Thursday. So, um, yeah, 25 teams. We'll try not to spend uh, an enormous amount of time on any single team, but we've <laughs> done, uh, you know, we did our fantasy drafts. We did a great right, rank the transfers. So if you all miss any of those off-season content uh, podcasts, feel free to go check those out as well. Yep whatever you listening and to another plug
0: for our youtube page as well you know all our all our episodes are up on youtube with the video format if you want to see us or you know um, cuz we may, we obviously make some references that maybe don't get picked up over audio um yeah. and obviously the coaches interviews all that stuff all over video as well
1: yes um, i will have let me do it now so that way i don't have to do it i will share my screen screen uh intermittently intermittently how do i say that i don't know whatever <laughs> intermittently it is. Intermittently, thank you, like this, so we can kind of keep track of uh of uh what, where we're at. But yeah, the order will be in the description. I will make sure I timestamp the by conference, uh, everything we do. And yeah, I think that's all of the groundwork we have ish. So let's, let's do it. Let's get right into it. Texas State, first team, the only Sun Belt team now that UTA has moved to the WAC. Texas State women's basketball. We talked to Zener- zeneray Antoine over the um over the off season, you know obviously we did that two years ago as well so friend of the po- friend of the podcast 15 mm-hmm. and 14 last year nine and six in conference uh predicted fourth uh they returned pretty much everybody I'm, i mean almost uh well in Kennedy taylor they got morgan hill Bowie, you know the whole team jada reed denisha hood uh where are you at with this team and where are you going in the 18 game uh conference schedule
0: yeah, man, I'm really fascinated by this team because I think that this is something, obviously it was special to get all those players back, um, but I do think this was maybe a roster that they kind of underperformed last year, right? They finished, I believe, pretty well off UTA when the final the standings came in. Yeah. And I don't think that bringing everybody back is going to automatically push them to the top three or something, but I do think they will be better. I'm going to lean 12 and six. Um, and I think this is a team that if anything could make noise in the tournament, I don't know if this is a team that's going to necessarily probably have the consistency to probably win the regular season. I think Troy is very much the class of the conference as far as that's concerned, but give me 12 and six and then give me them making a pretty good run, maybe to a conference championship in the tournament.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have them going 11 and seven. Uh, Mm. so one, one below i did before this in my prep, if you want to call it prep, I did write out. Uh, where i was at with every team but i did leave myself a little room for uh wiggle room in case i want to change it but i'm sticking with 11 and 7 here defensively we've talked to coach coach antoine about it that's going to be the biggest thing for them they got to figure it out defensively um they've you know added some pieces over the offseason that'll that should help them but you know even with the offensive uh power firepower that they return i need to see them improve defensively but 11 7 12 and 6 is where we are at for texas state Texas A&M, the only team in the SEC, uh, obviously, I mean, just a complete overhaul here. Joni Taylor comes in yeah. here from top to bottom. Uh, they bring in Janaya Barker, the number three rated player in the um, in the country for the 2022 class. Uh, Aliyah Petty is back. They have a couple questions in the backcourt, in my opinion. Uh, went 14 and 15 last year and four and 12 in conference, but it is a new era for the Aggies. Where do you have them at?
0: This was a little tough um, because yeah. the rest of the conference got so much damn better um, that I don't know exactly how it's going to fold out. Now, luckily they only get South Carolina once. Um, I was looking at their schedule. They get, of course, LSU twice, which is going to be obviously tough. I, I'm going to lean a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to go 11 and seven. Um, I think this is a team that I don't think is as bad as they were last year. Um, I think that was just a lot of, weird team construction of course the gary blair thing kind of hung over and so i don't think this is a team that's going to compete for the conference i think they'll finish middle of the pack but i trust joni taylor i trust a lot of those players they brought in and i think just kind of a new energy and a new voice in that building is going to be pretty
1: positive for them yeah let me double check i want to see if there's 16 or 18 games you'd probably know better than well, uh, i thought there i was, was about six... to say you would know i thought manager. there were 16. i'm double checking four six i thought it was eight, i thought you put 18 eight, on the thing 12 14 16. 16 16 okay yeah i did so I was wrong. Let me, all right let me do that then boom yeah boom, that's my fault
0: that let's go so, nine and seven then
1: nine and seven okay i'll go
0: nine and seven
1: yeah nine and seven um i actually um i guess i've flexed anybody listening or maybe this is you know giving myself um i don't know what the word is but anyways basically i had a, a SCC media ballot this year mm, for the first mm-hmm. time and i had a and i was like you know i'm feeling good about them Joni taylor i love the energy that she's bringing in i love um you know bringing in a big time recruit but the the sec has gotten a lot is a, is a lot deeper than last it's year very it's very tough i think what they what they
0: finished 11th in the preseason poll
1: uh they were yeah i think it was 11th something like that yeah <laughs> i don't know if i ever been down but yeah um i had them coming in ninth in my preseason pool. Mm. And for that reason, I think they're going to be better. I think Joni Taylor is a really good coach, but I have them at eight and eight. Yeah.
0: I think that's fair. Um, I'm trying to bring up their last season record really quick just to show how bad it got. Uh, let me see. Yeah, four and 12 so, in conference. Yeah, four and 12 in conference, 14 four, 15, 15 overall. Um, so I think, obviously, a step forward in that. You know, anywhere near 500 is going to be a massive improvement over that. Um, and I don't think they were as bad as that last year. Yeah.
1: All right. To Conference USA, where we have four Ooh. teams here uh, to get through. Starting with Rice, um, they went fourteen and thirteen overall, eight nine in conference. Uh, they are predicted fourth by the um, is this coaches or media? I'm assuming media, coaches, probably coaches. But yeah, it's, um, I
0: think this, I think group of five sometimes do coaches polls. Yeah,
1: just coaches. So, yeah. anyways, predicted fourth there. Uh, head coach Lindsey Edmonds. Uh, obviously, Ashley Austin is a player that we talked about in our uh, fantasy draft quite a bit um you know they have some pretty good shooting return fisher stover jackson cross the weight um all those names there so where where are we at with rice this year
0: we're looking at 20
1: 20 yes Conference 20 games is all 20
0: all right so they went 8 and 6 last or 8 and 9 last I should say 8 and 9 I do think they'll be improved I think we might see kind of a little bit of a breakout year from them i'm i'm feeling optimistic and i'm gonna go 14 and six i think this is potentially a really good team um the fact that lindsey Edmonds' first year showed the flashes that it did last year eight and nine um uh 14 and 13 overall of course you lose that's a year coming off having nancy mulkey um yeah. of course the year before uh, erica gumake all that stuff and so i think what she showed in her first year i think would create a lot of optimism for me and then the rest of the conference i mean UTEP's up in the air. North Texas is up in the air. You know, we don't know exactly what those teams are going to be. So I think this is their chance to at least step to the front of the Texas schools.
1: Yeah, I, they, I mean, fourth feels feels comfortable uh, in mm-hmm. a way. I just don't know if they're good enough to get break into that top group of sure. you know, Middle Tennessee or whoever else, you know, La Tech and whatnot. I'm at eleven and nine. I, okay. I need to see. Okay. I need to see them put it together a little bit more.
0: Um, they were spotty. Like they started Um, off real. I think they started like a four game losing streak last year to start conference. And then they finally, I think basically from February on, Mm -hmm. they lost like three conference games. So it took a little bit to get going. Um, but when they did, they looked pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, another streaky team last year was North Texas, who was really bad to start conference play and then closed the year extremely strong. Um, they ended the season 17 and 13 overall 10 and seven in conference play um they add jack jacqueline moore from uiw uh, return quincy noble but to me there's a lot of questions everywhere else on the roster i'm sitting here i'll go first i'm sitting here at 12 and 8 which i think is probably a little optimistic a little positive but i still think with noble and Moore, you have a backcourt that should win you a majority of games in conference
0: I got I got eleven and nine. Um, this is like you mentioned, the backcourt is going to be the strength of this team. But regardless, you know there are holes a lot of places. You got to figure out exactly what exactly what you're working with here. I think I want to say this team will be more consistent. Like we won't have the. I don't think they'll start off as bad as last year they did to start off the year. But um, yeah, you lose somebody like a Jay Zion Jackson, you know, to, to you to your in-state rival, and Jock Moore I think will be good. But there's still I think. She's going to have to step up her game a little bit, right, coming from uh, a UIW to maybe more of a bit player. or Not a bit player, but maybe a second option as opposed to having the green light at uh, Incarnate Ward.
1: Yeah. All right, next we have UTSA, Karen Aston, friend of the podcast, uh, coming on here. This is... Oh, this, man, this, is, is got, this one's tough. <laughs> I didn't even write down last year's record. I believe they won two games in conference last year, if if my memory serves. Karen Aston obviously defense rebounding took a step forward last year they add Jordan Jenkins and Kira White from USC over the from the transfer portal Jordan Jenkins for those who don't know top player at USC um, basically is going to be in my opinion step in and be one of the best bigs in the conference immediately but what do they have around her not too much how big of a step forward does UTSA take this year ish I
0: think a pretty sizable one I don't think they're going to Compete for the conference or anything, but I'm I'm going eight and twelve. I think they jump pretty far. They have a go-to player now, Kira White, who's somebody who obviously didn't put up huge numbers at USC, but obviously was good enough to go there. She's back home now. Um, I talked about Alexis Parker coming in as a freshman from from the San Antonio area as well. I think Brandeis, um, and so. They just have pieces, right they have they had an identity last year and no real real pieces outside of uh, Jaden Pimentel, probably, but now they got some pieces they got a go to player who you know if she clicks you know Jordan Jenkins should be a dark horse for Player of the year potentially right if she puts up similar numbers to usC um if they punch near five hundred she's gonna be in that conversation
1: uh should be at least yeah uh, I have seven and thirteen. I think you everything you said is ex- exactly correct uh, I mean that's a pretty substantial jump here. I was about to say seven, that's a six, huge three,
0: jump from where they were last year. To be
1: seven or eight wins in year two under Karen Aston, and uh, I believe you get Jordan Jenkins for one more year after this year too. Mm-hmm. Not to look too far ahead, but you know, like you said, the defense rebounding was there last year. Now you have Jordan Jenkins, and if they play a little slower of a tempo, maybe make games a little bit more ugly. Maybe you can steal a couple more.
0: One of the other things was looking at their games last year. So they took a win off UTEP. They almost beat North Texas. They almost beat UAB. <laughs> Right, they took a win off La Tech. Like they, they were like at least in the latter half of that conference schedule, they scared a couple of pretty good teams that I think they're probably good enough to beat this year.
1: Yeah, UTEP next up here, uh, head coach Kevin Baker. They add Naya Boyd and Jay Zion Jackson, both former North Texas players. I don't see a ton else on the roster. I actually forgot to write down the record from last year, uh, but it was an underwhelming season. Six where and thirteen the- in
0: conference. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the team that we thought or, would compete in the West. Yeah, a team we thought was going to be one of the best teams in the conference ends up having a really, really poor year. They kind of overhauled their roster. Kata, guy Ghost is gone. And uh, now we have to look at this team in different lenses. I I think the – uh, let me see. Where did the coaches have them pick? They had them picked eighth, mm. which would be another really disappointing year for this this team. Um, I, I was high. I'm high on Nia Board and jay zion Jackson. So maybe – I'm a little higher than the coaches. I, I'm at nine and 11 for you Tim.
0: Um, I'm at seven and 13. I think that I like Nia Boyd, but it's such a weird, I mean, I don't know how to take her going from Oklahoma state and kind of battling injury and then come, you know, kind of not really setting, settling down there to instantly coming back to potentially being an all conference player again. You know, I, so I don't know. I think Jay-Z on Jackson's a good fit. I'm wondering how they'll work together being back together, but Yeah, it's not a lot of – not a lot besides them, really. You're kind of relying a lot on a player who missed last year and then a player who's kind of just in a new environment, jay Zion
1: Jackson. Yeah. All right, that's Conference USA. Let's get to the American. Let me scroll down. Start with Houston. Houston um, is actually predicted to come in second in the conference Mm -hmm. here in the coaches poll kind of close to South Florida, who's predicted number one. Uh, they returned a ton of talent, a ton of scoring yeah. from last year. Bria Patterson, Tiara Young, Brittany Onyeja, Leila Blair, Tatiana Hill. I mean, go down the list. They finished 18 and 16 last year overall, but only seven and nine in conference. Head coach Ronald Huey. Where do you have um, Houston at? I believe it's a 16 game schedule for in the American yeah. this year. Uh,
0: okay. it is. Let me double check that actually. If you want to count it,
1: I'm, yeah, okay, go ahead.
0: Um. Yeah, because last year they were a team that we another team we thought that would be Very pretty damn good, and they were kind of fine, right? It wasn't the worst year, um, but I guess getting I mean, well, actually, they had a losing record. So yeah, Number
1: nine know. is 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 way worse than what we thought they'd be.
0: That's true. We thought they'd. I mean, they they were a tournament snubbed the year before, so we kind of thought they would kind of like come mm-hmm. back out with some fire. Yep. Um, this was one of the teams I was kind of hung up on. I couldn't really nail down exactly where I wanted.
1: If I'm being honest. Do mm-hmm. you want me to go first? Yeah, I go first. All right, I have them at nine and seven. I, as much as I want to drink the Kool Aid, it's the same yeah. team as last year that went seven and nine, and um I just can't buy in completely to to them. So nine and seven, yeah. winning record.
0: Give Maybe me. I'm I'll go a little bit more optimistic. I'll go ten and six, but just because I think bringing that core back, you know, might be a, might get you a little a game better, but yeah it's still a pretty underachieving group um altogether without any i mean i won't say without difference makers but it's without difference makers brought in new difference makers
1: i should say yeah i mean that is a three win uh improvement you know it is an
0: improvement right so it's again i think last year they will probably admit that they were disappointing so we're expecting them to kind of at least make up for that
1: all right the second american team is smu who it surprised me when I saw the coaches pull had them third in the conference. Um yeah. not, I mean, I'm not gonna act like I know the entire American from top to bottom, but this is a team that went fourteen and fifteen last year, seven and seven in conference play. Um you have Jasmine Smith and Savannah Wilkinson as your kind of one two punch there. Head coach Toyo uh, Wilson. I'm at eight and eight. I, I'm kind I of either. I don't know what it is about the these two American teams. I just don't have the most confidence in them taking those steps forwards. But I think they're going to be good. I think they'll be okay, solid.
0: I think they'll be. I mean, I don't know, man. This this is a team that went 500 after not playing basically the year before. Um, so I'm I'm going to be a little bit more. I think they might be closer to Houston. I don't know if they'll beat better than Houston, but I'm going to go nine and seven. I think they're going to be a team that again it's it's similar to it's similar to my thought on Houston, where it's like I like the roster coming back, but is there enough to really surge ahead um, but I think this is a team that maybe next year we're talking about coming back say like oh okay like this is a team that you know a couple years under Toyo Wilson they've looked like they can handle their own basically working with very minimal coming off the the year that you know the uh, um, the year before she came in when they didn't play any games really and building towards something in the future so I think next year is probably their year but this year I think you're looking at a solid maybe pushing towards the top of the AAC yeah. team.
1: Um, I wrote down seven and seven, so I don't know if I said that, but I meant eight and eight. So, yeah that, yeah, that is what I said. I don't remember, but anyways, eight and eight. Uh, ish has nine and seven, those are the two American teams. Now we get to the big, the big players here, get to the big 12, yeah. our our moneymaker, our, our <laughs> bell cow <laughs> in the season here. Uh, I want to put them in the middle, I don't want to put them at the end at the beginning, right. you know, put them in the middle. So, let's start with Texas. Uh, obviously. One of the big stories from last year, you know, Vic Schaefer, Rory Harmon, go down the list 29 and 7, 13 and 5 in conference last year. They lose uh, Aliyah Matharu. They lose Audrey Warren, but they add a slew of transfers. They return Aaliyah Moore. This was really tough for me. This was really tough to figure out how if they got better if they stayed the same if the conference got better they're predicted second in the conference by one point they're one point behind Iowa State in the coaches Mm -hmm. uh poll for first place so uh where do you have them at I have them 15 15 and 3
0: I have them 15 and 3 yeah I think I think they'll probably split against Iowa State I think they'll split against Baylor and I think they'll probably lose maybe an upset one, you know, one or one upset game or, or something. But I think this is the team, and this maybe hints towards my Baylor pick. I think this is the year that we see Texas kind of take that step over. because um, I think the pieces that they added were pieces they needed to add, right? You look at you look at a lot of other rosters and you're like, Oh, that's a good player, but did they need exactly this type of player? I mean, you look at Shaley Gonzalez, Taylor Jones, you look at uh, Kadia Jaffe, like uh, these are players that Texas needed. You know, it's another ball handler, somebody on the inside, some uh, rebounder. Like, I think they've added pieces exactly that fit what Vic Schaefer needed and their weaknesses last year, and a team that still won the conference tournament last year, um, you know, with those weaknesses. So I, I would not be shocked if this team goes 15 and three or 16 and two, if I'm being honest. This, I really think this is the makings of something pretty good.
1: All right. Um, going I got big, 13, man. Going I big. Got 13 and 5. All right. I went, I went a little low. I don't. I, I think the Big 12 is a little bit more. Um, I don't know what the word is. But I was. Because Iowa State was good last year. Uh, mm-hmm. But outside of like Iowa State, Texas, and Baylor, nobody else in there was really that competitive or competitive with them. Like it felt like it was those three and everybody else. To me, this year, I think Tech is going to be better. I think Oklahoma's better kansas Mm -hmm. will be okay uh kansas state will be better than they were last year so you have a little bit more competition there give me 13 and 5 for texas i just i think losing Mataro and i think losing audrey warren for a Vic schaefer team is significant i think that is actually significant here so as much as i want to believe in taylor jones and katija Faye and the two transfer guards they brought in it's a lot of talent and you know kendall hunter eventually as much as i want to believe in all that i think I'm gonna go on the lower side. I'll be 13 and five for Texas. Okay, all
0: right.
1: Baylor, 28 and seven last year, 15 and three. Obviously led by the front court of Nelissa Smith and Queen Egbo. Both of them are gone. Uh, They have a lot of their backcourt back in Jamie Asbury and uh, Sarah Andrews and uh, Caitlin Bickle as well. They bring in Asia Blackwell. They bring in Dreana Edwards, two stars uh, in the SEC. I'm I'll. I'm gonna say right now, I think they're better than Texas. I'm one fourteen four. I'm one fourteen four. No, that's not like a huge. Yeah, that's not amazing, but yeah, but uh, it's not a huge disparity. But I don't think any team in the conference reaches fifteen wins. There's a hot take. I think Baylor fourteen, Texas thirteen, and Iowa State. I like Iowa State, but yeah. I think they'll be in the twelve thirteen range. So we'll we'll see about that. But that I wouldn't 14 fourteen four.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I have them at 13-5. and Um, I think that I wonder if this team looks better than last year, but just doesn't. Like Again, there were so many moments where they just had the best player on the court, right? And I wonder if this team, you just watch them and you're like, okay, this team isn't struggling as much as they were last year because of better depth, better just fit, things like that. So I think this team a little record-wise slightly worse just because I think the Big 12s, more or less caught I don't want to say caught up to Baylor because that makes it sound like Baylor's bad now but like they're not but the, the conference has gotten better and Baylor isn't the juggernaut that's miles away from everybody that they have been the past 10 years so I think they'll be fine but I do think it's more of a it's more of a not middle of the pack it's more of a, a one of many contenders as opposed to Baylor being the you know the, the dominant one that everybody's chasing
1: Yeah, I just last year was so uncomfortable to watch at times, and they still ended 15 to three. uh, Obviously, because of the front court, but yeah,
0: I think. I mean, I think Dreanna Edwards, I mean, similar to Texas, right? You look at the players they added, and it's players they needed to add, right? Somebody else on the back court, somebody uh, like Asia Blackwell who can do some of the dirty work too from that guard position, Um, somebody. Like Drayna Edwards, the player I'm really fascinated to see is somebody like a Caitlin bickle who was the only player they had last year off the bench. Now <laughs> she's playing probably in a more comfortable role, not being you know not having to be the only contribution <laughs> in the like front court. That was yeah, literally not having to be playing six only- players last year. Exactly, and so like I'm fascinated to see her because obviously she's somebody that Nikki Collin trusts. She has a little bit of an outside shot as well, and so I'm wondering, okay what do the lineups look like with her now when she's not one of three bigs you have on the entire roster, you know?
1: Yeah. I just, last year was such a mess and they still won games. So we'll see how that goes. That's true. Uh A team who we have not mentioned yet in terms of being significantly better is than last year is TCU uh, last place in the coaches pool. Uh, every single coach had them coming in last because they only got yeah. 10 points and there's 10 coaches so uh last year six and 22 overall two and 16 in conference a brand new team uh the backcourt that we talked about last year is gone you have lucy ebay transferring from central arkansas i think is pretty good but uh head coach reagan pebley pebley Peble, um has a work cut out for her i'm just i i'm gonna be uh i don't know if positive i don't know if this is positive three and 15 tcu three and fifteen yeah
0: i got i got four and 14 um oh, yeah, it's, and it's, it sucks. Cause like COVID I think is the TCU is the one team I think that really got hurt from COVID. Cause that team was supposed to be like Reagan Peabody's ultimate, like her built what she built up to the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, they were looking like they were going to be a dark horse contender and it, everybody left, you know, after that year and she didn't get to see a play out. So now it, she doesn't have that. I really fear that You know, this isn't me reporting anything, but I just really fear if they're going to hold on to her if they have another year like last year. Um, Because if they had that year like they did, if if, let's say 2020 goes through and they maybe make a 16 or sweet 16 run or something in the tournament. okay, now those these two years don't look that bad. Right. But you didn't see that validation from the tournament with that Keanu Ray team. And now it's like, okay, you know, now we haven't made the tournament in how long now. And, you know, we're not close to really getting back there. Um, the transfer era probably has people with a little bit more happy of a trigger finger with some of these moves, right? You feel like you can bring in talent immediately. Um, yeah. Tech's getting better. Right. So like the bottom of the conference is starting to
1: separate a little bit. So
0: yeah, I think it's going to be another rough year.
1: Yeah. Texas tech seven, um, 11 to 19 last year, four and 14 in conference, a team who was pretty disappointing, battled some injuries. The, the, well, the best a lot of four and injuries.
0: 14 team in the year yeah. in, the, in, the, in the nation. <laughs>
1: No, no, really, the best four fourteen team in the nation. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not joking. Would, would, their no, schedule Literally, is so would dumb. punch up, would beat random teams on a nightly basis. Just they, cr- you they you beat, know so they beat
0: team. Texas in their second uh, conference game. They lost by six to Oklahoma. They ended up beating Oklahoma later. They beat Kansas State. Uh, by 20, and then they they had like frustrating one point losses to TCU. They had wow. like a five point loss to Texas, and it was just like, wait, how are they? What what is this team? Yeah, I'm trying to find their games against Baylor. Baylor they lost by
1: eight, and then yeah, so like it's just like,
0: what yeah. is this? I don't know. The best four and fourteen team I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, the best four and fourteen team. So, Chris the Gerlich head coach. They add Katie Farrell. They return Breanber Sky. Return Bryn Gerlich Return Riley McKinney. What do you what do you think?
0: a lot rides on Brie Amber Scott staying healthy, doesn't it? This, is, this was tough. A lot. I'm going seven and 11. Um, it's a little bit, it's a marginal step up. But again, you're replacing Vivian Gray with a player who could not stay healthy last year. I do think Katie Farrell is going to be a big plus for them. I think my, my X factor is going to be Jasmine Shavers, um, highly yeah. tied to recruit out of um, Mansfield Legacy. If she i believe i forgot where she came back mississippi state i think um if she can come back and and be that prospect that she looked like she was gonna be okay then we'll talk you know then there potentially is something there but um yeah this is a lot to to ask for a big jump from without really having a nailed on go-to player this year
1: yeah i'm at 7-11 as well i thought yeah. i'd be a little bit lower but we're both at 7-11 so a little step up but uh like we said the uh, the top of the Big Twelve is not a not a joke here, and the coaches have them in seventh right now. So, I think that's fair. Yeah, that feels fair. All right, to the whack. This is I think this is where we have the most teams, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Was it six, seven, something like that? Six, something like that. Um, SFA Stephen F. Austin. We got to start with the the best team in there, predicted to come in first from the coaches by significant margin. Uh, ended 17-1 and one last year in conference. Meg, Mark Kellogg as the head coach, 28-5 overall. Um, you know, Aaliyah Johnson is actually the WAC preseason player of the year, which mm-hmm. I thought it would be Star Jacobs, but it is um, uh, Aaliyah Johnson. So Zion Nugent, Avery Brittingham, obviously uh, Stephanie Visher is gone. Uh, what you, Illinois, Michigan State, something like that?
0: Uh, Michigan State, Michigan State.
1: Michigan State, there you go. Yeah. All right. New team, what do you think of SFA?
0: New team, but still kind of a lot of the old pieces that maybe yeah. I don't think were not an overhaul, right? Yeah. Exactly, not an overhaul, but still a new looking team. Yeah. Um, I'm i gonna go fifteen and three. I think they. I think I don't think they'll be as dominant as they have in the past. Obviously, not even just because of their record, but I think like the margin of victory is going to be a lot slimmer. Um, I do wonder who steps up as the beside next to Zion Nugent because you know Stephanie Fisher kind of ran the point a lot last year for them and now they're gonna have to really find somebody else who's who can kind of take that mantle um I liked what I saw from a, the one time I saw him against A&M you know obviously that loss probably looked a lot worse at the end of the year but yeah I still think um they have some they had some pieces there I think every Brittingham somebody who I would probably look up to step a lot more um step up a lot more i should say her freshman yeah. year was so good that she was kind of a disappointment um last year and yeah i i think there's something there i think they'll be fine um without stephanie visher obviously the the it'll be more of a by committee approach as opposed to you know somebody coming in and just implement doing what she did
1: basically uh player for player i was going between 14 and 15 wins the more i think about it not having stephanie visher is um it, it, it's going to take some time to adjust. It's a, I mean, it changes your whole style when you lose a player like that. So, sure. Give me, put me at 14 and four for SFA. Uh, I still think they're going to be very good, probably top of the league, but it's, it's hard to expect a team to win 15, 16, 17 games again after losing your best player.
0: I do wonder if we're going to see like a more of an inside game because you mentioned Aaliyah Johnson and then Avery Brittingham next to her, yeah. right? Like, I wonder if we're going to see maybe, to take some of the load off Zion Nugent um, if they maybe go a little bit more inside uh yeah. game first offensively. Well,
1: yeah. And I mean, it'll, we'll that's what we'll have to see is and how long that takes to adjust to, if they can never figure it out, get it together. So our next team, Abilene Christian 17 and 13 last year, nine and nine in conference play head coach, Julie good enough. Best name. Uh, I think for Texas college basketball coaches, Julie. That's probably true. <laughs> um I don't even know who else is up there. But, anyways, I was about to
0: say, I can't even think of anybody that's coach good enough.
1: <laughs> coach good enough has uh Maddie Miller, Bella Earl, a great three point shooting team last year. Um, but their leading scorer and three point shooter is gone in Jamie Bunnerins. So, I'm, I have them at 10 and eight. I think they're going to be good. The the comp the coaches were had them fifth in the conference. I think 10 and eight's a reasonable expectation for this team if they can shoot the ball at a high level.
0: You looked at my sheet. I have ten and eight as well. Um, I think S- uh, ACU is a team that is probably used to being up there with SFA. And then past couple of years, obviously SFA has taken a step forward. They've taken a little bit of a step back, um, but I still think they're a fine team. Um, the system works. The shooting, you know, the, the outside shooting in a system that's based around that can kind of—I don't want to say live without your go-to players, but like that's the kind of system yeah. that breeds new go-to players, and you can kind of eventually. Make something work um, out of that, so I think they'll be fine. Um, I think they'll be a competitive team, a team that maybe is built to make a run in the tournament, as opposed to being, you know, end to end best year, uh, best team in the regular season. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I said Coach Good Enough had the best name, but the next team here is has the head coach Lane Lord. Yeah, UTRGV. <laughs> I mean, right up there. I go one and two, Coach Lord and Coach Good Enough. So, uh, um, UT last year, 14 and 19 overall, eight and 10 in conference play, actually a pretty good year for RGV, uh, overall, um, they do lose their top two scores I struggled to find a bunch to hold on to. So I'm not as high on them this year. I have them at five and 13. I,
0: yeah, I, this is, this one's a tough one. Um, I have them at four and 14. You lose Sarah Burchers, you lose Taylor Muff, like it. it You were already kind of one of the, I don't say struggling. They were, 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 whatever last year they were fine. Um, I think what they were five hundred. Would you say?
1: Yeah, they were uh, eight and ten in conference.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you failed to replace those two players. I I wouldn't be shy. I I probably would. I'm gonna stick with four and fourteen, but I probably would. If you ask me, like a week from now, five and thirteen might be. You know, maybe six and twelve might be a little bit more. More um, where I'm actually
1: thinking, but yeah, right now I'm pretty pessimistic on them. Yeah, me too. UT Arlington, new addition to the WAC uh, mm-hmm. from the Sun Belt. Uh, they went 20-8 and eight last year, 11-4 in that Sun Belt conference. I would argue this is a better conference, the WAC is, than Sun Belt probably a little oh, bit. Yeah. I don't think so. um, head coach Sharika Wright, uh, we wanted to have her on a podcast, never worked out. Uh, Kayla White uh, comes in. Star Jacobs is obviously the, in my opinion the best player in the conference uh, whether she's Gets the player of the year, not beforehand. Uh, Dre Washington transfer in. Uh, Dasha Benjamin, returner. So they have a plenty of talent. And you have star Jacobs, who averages 21 points a game. I'm going to put you up there with the best teams in the conference, no matter what. Um, obviously, losing Katie Farrell is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And they did lose a couple other players from last year's team. And it's a tougher conference. So I'll let you go first here.
0: I'm still pretty optimistic about this team. I'm gonna go thirteen and five. Yeah, um, but
1: I have it I th- written down as well.
0: <laughs> I still think you have the best player in the conference, like you mentioned. I think Kayla White, somebody who is gonna be is gonna fit in perfectly. Um, yeah, I do wonder with a little bit less ball movement now without uh Katie Farrell, but something like a you know Kayla White, Shai Smith. I think these are players that know that are gonna figure pretty quickly together, and so yeah, give me give me thirteen and five. I think they'll. They're gonna, I think they're gonna scare SFA a couple times. Um, just because I don't know who defends Star Jake basically in this, in this conference. Um, so yeah, I, I think we're gonna see a pretty good break, another good breakout year from uh UTA.
1: Yeah, shout out Sharika Wright. I mean, oh, yeah, if she, she, she reaches be... 13 5, that's a really, really good year in year one. Of the oh, rest. yeah,
0: she so. could be getting some other calls potentially
1: at the end of this year yeah. if they really hit it, hit their stride. Yep. Tarleton State. Last year went 16 and 13 overall eight and 10 in conference play head coach Misty Wilson, but looking at it ish they lost their top four scores and yeah. uh, a player who I mentioned in our fantasy draft Sininebu Tiam mm-hmm. six, six blocks two and a half shots a game is their only returning starter or at least the only uh, returning of the top five scores. So you have Sininebu Tiam uh that's it though. So I have them at 6 and 12.
0: I have them also at 4 and 14 uh, because of that fact. I think it's a lot to ask a player who's maybe a kind of a a defensive anchor to all of a sudden be like a focal point um, of your team. And so, yeah, their offseason was really underwhelming, um, especially compared to what the rest of the conference did. Um, So, yeah,
1: I'm kind of really worried about them a little bit. All right, Sam Houston State last year went 15 and 16 overall, 9 and 9 in conference play uh, under head coach uh, Raven Justice. But another team that lost a lot of scoring, top three scorers mm-hmm. gone. I was looking through the numbers to see what I can hold on to. And the only thing I could maybe hold on to was that they were plus four in rebounding margin last year. Um, But I, I had them take a little bit of a step back, put me at 7 and 11 for Sam Houston State this year.
0: I'm at the same. Um, seven. I think Raven Justice is one of the best young coaches in the game. Um, but with that being said, yeah, it's the, the interesting one for me is Michaela Woods list missed all of last year. Now, she was a 12 point, 13 point scorer at UTSA the year before. If she's somebody who can come in and get back to that 2020, 2021 form. OK, then we're potentially talking with a team maybe that can push towards. 500 a little bit closer to 500 but yeah. right now yeah I'm um, it's a big if right it's a similar thing with me and Bree Amber Scott trying to, just to keep her you know hoping that she comes back healthy um, and stays healthy too so I think Raven Justice is good
1: um, but I think this year's roster might be a little bit rough yeah to the SWAC we go and I'm not sure how they did the the poll in this one because there's like 25 votes and right. Mississippi Valley State who is last place got a first place vote? So I I don't really know what's going everybody, on. Everybody everybody gets everybody gets a vote. Prayer View also got a first place vote and they came in seventh. So everybody um, everybody like I said everybody gets a vote, man. So there you go, everyone. everyone you want you want a first place vote? Come on now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Matthew Bruni gets a first place vote. <laughs>
1: so yeah, Should had me voting this thing, I would have handed out Prayer View and Texas Southern with first and second place in there. Uh, <laughs> even though I watched Jackson State almost beat LSU last year in person, so um. Texas Southern first team up eleven and fifteen overall last year, but eleven and seven in conference play uh Andriana event is a player that we talked about in our fantasy draft ish got her and uh forgot to mention ish won the uh the women's yeah draft finally um, they,
0: voters got it right
1: forgot to yeah I forgot to plug it again later in the, uh-huh. like the next day but st- whatever i couldn't didn't make the calls this time so <laughs> ish got it done couldn't uh, cheat. So, and gianna vent was on his team uh elite scorer elite shooter uh outside of her i'm not sure what else they have but you know that's a good place to start head coach vernette skeet um i have 99. oh okay go ahead give us the background of vernette skeet
0: i was gonna say um because obviously um uh cynthia cooper dyke kind of had their that that damning report from i can't remember if it was from the athletic or not um, that basically, you know, hinted towards like abusive behavior, things like that. So Burnett Skeet comes in, former associate head coach under Gary Blair. I think it was a great hire. Um, I'm curious how... I'm, I'm just curious how she does because, I mean, she brings back a potential conference player of the year in Andriana Event. I think Texas Southern's not a team that is like... It's not a rebuilding team, right? It's kind of a retooling team. Prairie View and TC, TSU should probably always expect to be competing for the SWAC. Um, I outside of her though, that's where my that's where my concern is outside of Andriana event right now. Um, I have not met 99. I have met basically 10 and eight yeah I, okay. I think Jackson State's gonna be the class of the conference. I think that's the right pick for preseason. Um, they pretty much showed that last year and I do think similar to the, to the men's swag, too like outside of that second place that second place spot, could like fall between second and seventh. Like remember last year we thought it'd be like we thought it'd be Southern Prairie View and Jackson. And it was like Alcorn
1: State was first for like yeah. a
0: bit of the year. So like yeah. I think it could be something similar this year.
1: Yeah. That's that's a good point. That's interesting. Prairie View AM also received the first place vote, as I mentioned. Uh, they went 13 and 16 overall last year, nine and eight in conference play, head coach Sandy Pugh, Diana Rosenthal, another player who we mentioned in our fantasy draft, uh, great, um, great wing forward combo type player for them. I believe she's only 5'10", but um, in the swag, she was able to really have a great year last year. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I was looking through the numbers and looking through the team, and I, I feel a little bit better about this Prairie View team. Uh, I have them at 11 and 7. I feel, I feel like they're going to have a pretty good year.
0: All right, I promise I'm not one-upping you. I haven't met 12 and 6 um, <laughs> because I, I think I, I agree. Like, I look at Dinah Rosenthal. I look at Kennedy Paul. I look at Tamiracle Taylor. Like, I see yeah. more players here who I'm optimistic about, and it's kind of just up to Sandy Pugh to kind of put it all together. Um, but, yeah, I do think a deeper roster is, uh, is on hand here. So I think this is the year where we maybe see a little bit of a swing back the other way towards
1: Prairie View's side. Yeah. All right, there's the swack. Let's get into the next team that Ish can one up me on, Lamar. As we go to the Southland, which is our last conference here, Lamar, yeah. uh, Aqua Franklin, head coach, another great name. We're mm-hmm. Getting all the names out here. Uh, Sabria Dean, twelve points per game. Akasha Davis, Malay McQueen. Got some players here. They went fourteen and fifteen last year, eight and ten in conference. It's hard for me to predict that big of a step forward. Uh, the coaches have them coming in fourth. Uh, in the conference, I have written down 99, but you know what? Give me 10 and 8 till Oh, Okay, and okay. Yeah,
0: I'm day. not going to one. I won't one up you. I have them at um eight and ten. I have eight and ten. So I, I, yeah, I, they were pretty good last year. Um, they had they their defense needs a lot of work. Um, they were pretty good at rebounding, but yeah, they were I believe tenth in field goal percentage allowed and 11th and three point percentage allowed. So I would like to see them maybe work their way up from that. Um, it's probably not hard to work their way up from that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that there's something there. I think I like Aqua Franklin a lot. Um, I believe she's in her third, fourth year. Um, I can't remember exactly, but she is another one of the interesting young coaches in the game. So uh, yeah, I think they will be around similar
1: to last year. Yeah. A M Corpus Christi the overwhelming pick to be number one in the conference from the coaches 19 and 10 overall 11 and three in conference last year uh, head coach Royce Chadwick they return Alicia Westbrook 13 points per game they return McKenna Serrata 14 and a half points per game they return uh, Violeta Verano at point guard uh, who led them in assist I got 15 and three awesome. 15 and three I'm I'm going for it all in tournament NCA tournament berth for Im Corpus Christi Let's see it. Put it together.
0: They were eleven and three last year.
1: Yep. Yeah. I now the I'm, the only yeah, concern yeah. is Houston Christian, which we're gonna talk about them next, is pretty good as well. You know, they mm-hmm. could definitely get like there are teams on here who I think and Commerce you add to the conference is gonna be decent. Mm-hmm. You got some teams on here that are gonna be decent that could steal a game or two. So that's why I'm fifteen and three and not any higher.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's where I'm at with 14 and four. I think they'll split um, a couple of series with some of the other top teams. You mentioned Houston Christian. Um, but I mean, like you said, they have two of the top four player. Well, they had two first teamers in, in yeah. Serrata and Westbrook in the preseason poll. And then you had, um, yeah. I forgot the other player you mentioned, but exactly. So I think they'll be fine. Um, I, they'll probably push
1: past the 20 win mark overall this
0: year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give me 14 and four.
1: All right. Uh, next, AM Commerce, the new team on the block, by far the hardest team for me to predict. I really Seriously. didn't 100% know what to do with this because, on one hand, they won a lot of games last year 27 and 5 and 12 and 3 mm-hmm. in their conference. I believe it's the Lone Star Conference, correct? Yes. Um, Division two, head coach Jason Burton. They have Diana, Diane Robinson come back, who we talked about. In our uh, fantasy draft as well, sixteen points per game. Uh, Nia Harmon. They got some. They got some. A lot of returning players here that I like. Uh, the question is, you know, like the coaches poll has them right in the middle at, at uh, fifth, fifth mm-hmm. out of ten, which could very well happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit more uh, safe here. I'm gonna go nine and nine. I'm
0: gonna go nine and nine as well because the only problem is like they played three teams that were Division One last year. And they got smoked, except by SMU that lost 66 58. So yeah. that was a pretty solid win or a pretty solid performance. But Baylor and Houston, right? Like, that's you're not going to measure up against anything against Baylor, but even if you are a Division one team sometimes. And then Houston's just a, a weird matchup for them as well. So there's not a lot to take from that game. Um, they do bring in a D2 All American, like you mentioned, and Deion Robinson. So I'm going to go nine and nine as well. I do like that the Southlands kind of being cautious as well. They're not automatically putting them near the bottom right they expect them to be a pretty good program so um it might be a little bit below right we might be looking at uh uh seven and eleven but i i think around within two games of where we're predicting with nine and nine i think is about right
1: yeah yeah um i good about that houston christian hcu formerly known as hbu they Mm -hmm. changed from baptist to christian over the offseason within within within, no not
0: even in the offseason
1: like during the football season (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like a, three weeks ago uh literally, no, literally it was the it was like the Tuesday before the Texas State game they're like by the way we're, we're Houston Christian now <laughs> like Houston oh Christian. all right
1: <laughs> yeah the the Huskies over there in Houston uh are now HCU they went 16 and 11 last year 12 and 2 in conference play it was basically them and a and Corpse Corpus Christi fighting for the top spot uh head coach Donnie fin- Donna Donna Finney um they did lose and I forget I forgot to write down her name um it's Mia Jefferson Thank you, Tamia Jefferson. They oh, lose Tamia Jefferson. Yeah, they return uh, Indonesia Collins and uh, Julia Vujicic. So, you know, return two of your top three scorers, two of your top three players. I'm going to be positive, but I'm going to be cautious at the same time. I'm going to be 13 and 5, 13 and 5.
0: I'm going to go 12 and 6. Um, I think they also bring back Kennedy Wilson, who was one of their top scorers as well. Um, but... You know, to me, Jefferson was a pretty damn big piece for them. I believe she was early, yeah, 13 points a game. Um, and kind of, I want to say, let me see her usage percentage. I have it right here. Um, she had the ball a lot. She was, yes, 30 percent usage percentage. So I'm, I don't say majorly concerned because I think they'll be okay. I think the Southland's not outside of Corpus Christi. I think the the field of the Southland's pretty close margins. Manipal. Um, yeah Yeah, exactly so i'm I'm gonna go 12 and 6 i wouldn't be surprised if it's like 11 and 5 or or, i'm sorry 11 and 7 or something but um i think they'll be right there probably a step below corpus but still kind of pushing them a little bit yeah
1: and finally the last of the 25 teams is incarnate word san antonio um it's very own uh 14 and 17 last year not five and nine in conference head coach jeff dow Obviously, they lose uh, Jocelyn Moore, who we talked about earlier in the podcast. Their leading scorer, just a, a clutch player, great, uh, their best player by far. Um, they return guard Destiny Terrell, who averaged eight and six last year. As a team, they shot twenty six percent from three, and that's including Jocelyn Moore, who was their best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You can go. You can go first here
0: oh not great by the way I realized I said doctor I was thinking of Dr. Carson Cunningham who's the men's coach not Jeff Dow um regardless uh this is a team that wasn't very good last year even with their best player uh I'm looking at four and 14 right now that might be really negative because I just mentioned how the Southland does not have a a (laughs) wide margins but I just do not see the optimism for this roster right now um I they were nine and last... eleven with Jocelyn Moore last year.
1: Right. I think Joclyn Moore is good enough to maybe get you five wins. So yeah. I, I mentioned, I think it was last year on, on this podcast that when I was making fun of their their the stadium of the of the incarnate words and I said they needed uh, to get a new one. But they are from San Antonio, so I will one up you. Give me five and thirteen for incarnate <laughs> words. Right, there you go. All right, all right, good that'll on, work on the good side over there. Uh-huh. All right. that... That does it. I'll try to share it here. if This is legible here. Let me take down the banner. <laughs> the outside too. So you can do that. Uh, y'all can zoom into that screenshot it if you want or however you want to do it. But um, I there guess should I, just, should I recap it real quick? Should I just run through them?
0: Uh or is that too long? I was about to say, that might be too much. It might be, yeah, too, much might be too much for the audio
1: listeners. Too much for the audio listeners. But um, yeah, you can rewind if you need to or whatever. It we'll is, put it on but... our we'll
0: put it on our on our Twitter too. Yeah, we'll hold, put it on. Hold, Twitter. hold it accountable.
1: Yeah, we'll we will hold this accountable. I'll print this out and put on put on my wall somewhere. Yeah. And then, you know, if I ever a family or a guest over, they'll be like, What is this? I'll be like, don't worry. This is my Dave Campbell's predictions for the year. And I, I pray to them every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's but yeah, that's that's it. We got out of here. I, I said I wanted to do this in fifty minutes, and uh, we got it right at fifty minutes. So twenty five teams, twenty five predictions, fifty minutes. Uh, we got the men's coming out on Thursday. So yeah, let's we'll see how how it goes, and uh, we're less than a week from the season. So
0: season, baby, we got exhibitions going on now. We got overreactions to uh, who Texas beat this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, Arkansas. They beat Arkansas by like thirty. The men did. And the yeah. women, I forgot who they beat. We who could beat we could do a whole
1: different pod, whole other podcast on on overreaction of
0: overreactions uh, to the scrimmages, baby scrimmages. Tennessee smoked Gonzaga. They're about to win the national Houston title. Houston beat so. Duke. Houston beat Duke. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Oh man, uh it was DePaul. Women beat DePaul by almost looks like almost forty or thirty. I can't remember, but yeah, I so, mean they
1: took yeah. their best player. Texas women took the
0: polls is best player. very um I, know. I will say, uh, real quick, since we are talking about the women's team, might as well look. There was something on the box score that really kind of stood out to me from that game. Um, Amina Muhammad, freshman, 27 minutes. That was something. Like, again, now I know players are out for Texas right now, so it's not yeah. everybody's not healthy, but getting okay. That shows some. If you throw Amina Muhammad in there, that's a little bit more depth for the front court than I expected. So um, I think Rory Harmon played 27, Shayla Gonzalez 29. Gaston 19, Aaliyah Moore 23, Sonia Morris 33. Um, it's kind of messed up that you play Sonia Morris the most out of anybody on that team versus her old team. That's <laughs> kind of messed up. Messed, that is kind of messed up by far the most minutes of any player on that team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, that was something that stood out to me it was uh, yeah, the freshman getting on the floor, uh, finished yeah. with four
1: and seven and a block. So, yeah, something to watch out for. There you go. All right, I might have to readjust my uh, my picks now. There you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all we have for you all today. Again, subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't already um, and leave us a five-star rating or, and review wherever you are um, listening to the podcast. Again, season starts in a week. We'll be back on Thursday for our men's predictions, so uh, stay tuned for that as well. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you all later.